0: So, four of the Behind Track Limits podcast. Today, we're talking about the Portimão Grand Prix. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can never go. <laughs> <laughs> to really get done. started, then. <sighs> <sighs> what right. your thoughts, Ellie? You can start. Um, wasn't the best one, to be honest. It was. It was an okay race. The start was quite with the. Safety car and stuff. I thought it was quite um entertaining. Loved Carlos getting up into like overtake. I think he overtook Checo, and I was like Carlos. But then after that, I got a bit, I got a bit bored. But didn't you yeah. re- fall asleep, Ellie? Didn't you fall asleep? I had not. I didn't asleep till the end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, Matty it's a bit, yeah, it was a bit underwhelming. I, like, same with Ellie. When the safety car come out at the start, I was like, okay, it could be quite entertaining. And then it was just a proper letdown. I was like, I was quite halfway through it, found myself scrolling through Twitter thinking, I should probably be watching this, but I'm just not, because there's not a lot going on. Like There was the here and there, yeah. and, like, overtake, but it wasn't, yeah, it was quite, it was quite underwhelming. A bit like last year, really. I thought last year was quite underwhelming as well. Yeah i'll just i'll yeah. just my thoughts real quick um so my thoughts i don't think it was quite boring to be fair like i was proper buzzing like i thought it was gonna be like a good race i was gonna get home from work i was gonna you know watch this like proper action race no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it just didn't happen did yeah. it i mean i think the most entertaining part was when um lewis was waiting blue fags for waiting for blue fags to um past Chekhov even though Checo yeah, was leading the race. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the most entertaining part. When I was like, no, Lewis, you're racing him. He was like, oh, okay. Like, and then just overtook him <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> he didn't even open his DRS of anything because he didn't think he was racing him. He was that confident. Yeah.
1: Amelia? Um, same as everyone else it, it won the best race but then again if you're really comparing it to um, Imola and um, Bahrain if we hadn't have had those Grand Prix, then this Grand Prix could have been interesting to us but yeah um, there wasn't a lot of battles out on track there was some good overtakes um, especially with the overtake um, with Lewis and Max that was good but yeah it wasn't wasn't that interesting i just found myself going a bit tired halfway through it just kind of just going on Mm -hmm.
2: yeah yeah Yeah. mine's pretty much the same as well like it's like like amelia said comparing it to the most recent two which were really exciting it it wasn't too bad but it did because also it's like 66 laps so but then six of them were taken away were quite a few by the safety car so it was sort of like w- is anything going to happen but then it, it did just keep going on but at the end it was quite exciting like max getting the fastest lap but then that getting deleted so it was like adding a bit mm. to it but
0: yeah. overall um gracie um yeah it was all right obviously i like lewis so it was like good um, but did anyone else think, like, Lando didn't put a f- up a fight with Perez when the whole track limits thing happened with Perez? Yeah. Why do you think yeah. he got team orders to sort of, well, not team orders, but sort of told him to come away and don't fight Perez because he needs to give the place back? But I wasn't too sure, but... I I was quite confused. Mm, I thought thought it was fine. I kept looking at a replay, but thinking I don't particularly see what the issue was with it and then apparently Perez was like no, he's all four wheels off the track, like why is he overtaking me? So I was like huh? And then he gave it back and I was like I mean, fair play if he gave it back but I don't particularly see where it was wrong. And then I saw like a view later and I was like that's where it's wrong. Okay, that (laughs) will make sense now. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't even remember watching the race. I think I like went on Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) I remember like Kimmy at the start, and then all like sixty laps kind of just went past, and I was like, oh. But I'm very happy Lewis won. Um, Yeah. yeah. And my predictions were right for the day, so I was quite happy for that as well. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, I said like when um Kimmy like obviously went into his teammate yeah. and that like I didn't I didn't really like see like like what happened. I was like what I said to myself, I was like oh, what's the chances? It was Mazepin? <laughs> <laughs> Just like. Ultimate blame on him for I, I was not, yeah, I did well, not anyway. know he went into the back of Juvenaxi. Like I couldn't see what was going on so I was like oh my god someone's just took him out but it was sort of his fault yeah. weren't it he's just sort of like drove into and I was like oh I don't really oh know what he's doing but I was surprised that Gio didn't get a puncher from it honestly. My dad my dad was sitting here and was like I'm surprised he's got no damage from that because he has gone into the, the into, into the, the back t- like, t- neck, I think <laughs> it was. So I was like, I'm quite shocked that nothing has happened to Gio because yeah, yeah. of that. Mm, definitely. Yeah. To be fair though, because like front wing damage, like the front wings, like are quite strong. This but one was just completely snapped. This one was gone. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> gone, was under like the wheels. <laughs> Literally. But yeah. Um. Another one, and like another part of like the race that like I thought was like really wrong was like, what was the point in giving Mazepin a five-second time penalty when he was being pretty much lapped by everyone on the track?
2: Yeah.
0: It, but... He had a shocking race, and I I don't really expect. That sounds bad. I don't really expect any less. But at one point, no, he was uh... he was a minute and a second behind Mick, and Mick was only one position ahead of him. So yeah. Like, like, come on! You're gonna want if you're the team principal of Haas. So if you're going to start, you're gonna want two drivers that can at least compare with each other and can at least challenge each other. Mick mm-hmm. is miles ahead of Nikita, probably. In race pace, being a minute ahead of him, and also just handling the car, because I think Mick can handle the car better than Nikita can, because he's not spinning as much as Nikita is, and like damage yeah. to yeah. the car and getting involved tassels that he shouldn't be. So I think that he's got to look at that and be like, I want a driver that's going to challenge each other and compare and things like that. But he Definitely. hasn't. Been. Yeah, well, cool. Mick was like having a battle with Latifi, weren't he? So it shows that Mickey's up there. He's like, he's going against Nikita, Nikita, Nicholas and all that. Um, and it's like, when you've got someone that's like so far behind, not pushing the car, and then you've got someone that is pushing the car, you sort of, obviously, we're probably not going to get rid of him because he brings in so much money, especially if Gene does end up, obviously, giving it to his dad. But it's just, it's just a bit of a shame how much that car needs developing, but they've just not got a driver in there like to be honest, you need two drivers to be able to develop a car like really well. And when you've only got one, I think it's a little bit more difficult because I just feel like Nikita isn't gonna be able to help him develop that car much because he's just not on the pace. He's just not he's just not there. It's a bit like, yeah. a, Red it's a, bit like a Red Bull situation, isn't it? You're gonna want two drivers that compete with each other and that that's no offense to Alex fans, isn't not really what Alex had to mm-hmm. Max. So it's kind of I think they made the right choice to go with Checo because it's like yeah. Checo can at least match Max and we've seen him out-qualify Max at Imola. So they've already they've already kind of had that little tassel of, we know he can match Max. Alex couldn't particularly match Max on race pace or quali pace. So I think that's kind of where Haas have got to look at that kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I feel like the only way Mazepin will end up out of F1 is if he gets the maximum amount of penalty points on his license. I feel like he's going to pick up quite a few. At this yeah. point. Especially, especially. I don't know how he got away with like not getting penalty points on his license for ignoring blue flags, but I, I think feel, like, he did if he carries on. No, I think it was only a time penalty. They never said Ooh, that he okay. got penalty points. That was his only punishment. Yeah. So I feel that like a, Yeah. If he carries on the way he is, he'll end up out of F one with mm-hmm. a suspended licence.
1: Well, all I've got to say about that is um ladies and gents to those. Um let's all do a petition for Callumylot twenty twenty two for Callum! the ha-
0: 100% we need to talk about him in practice because he actually looked very man. strong in the Alpha Romeo car that's yeah. the thing I, as much as I love Callum I wouldn't want him to end up in the Haas just because the Hass that's is so I slow said, yeah. I'd rather see him in the Alpha. but the only thing is obviously Alfa's an Italian team so they want an Italian driver like Giovinazzi and obviously Kimmy is like Kimmy, who doesn't love Kimmy. Kimi was so, like... there like Kimmy started there so it's kind of yeah the thing yeah. is it's not as if he's slow either like it's not as if he doesn't like uh, put in the hard work and stuff. but I would like I would prefer to see Callum in an alpha because I think he would be able to do quite a lot yeah, yeah. I feel like um with Cal- like I am like Sims only like I'm glad he didn't get the half suit because has now are the point where they they can make or break drivers they can either make them look really bad or then they can make them look really good in what they've got Mm-hmm. And are we, like you can see that with Nikita Mazepin and Schumacher because Schumacher's performing to the best you can with the car and Nikita is just like, Hi. like this. Like,
1: hello. Yeah. So <laughs> two they drive. Complete different,
0: two complete different levels of the spectrum entirely. Definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've
1: got a F2 champion from last season and a driver with six podiums, I believe. And yeah, yeah, you know, the podiums are good, but
0: not enough. Not when Callum was second in the championship, winning, That's and when you've got people like Nick De Vries that didn't even get into F1 and was like literally dominated that F2 season. Dominated that F2 was, season. Nick got scammed that he didn't get a seat in F1. He was Cause... so strong that season, and then got nothing out of it. But, Let me just go uh... cry out a corner a moment. Yeah. Nick didn't get into <laughs> I'll F1. I'll join you. <laughs> Yeah, oh, there's, because, there's but so Nicholas so There's so TV much talent in F two. Mm. Like, like because there's so much, there's so much talent in F two that just goes to waste because they don't have enough money to fund themselves into F one. Like, yeah. I feel like, like that's like obviously F one's always been a money sport and it always will be. But like, that's I think there's a point where like you got to say like like money drivers aren't going to do as well as people who have like pushed their car to the limits won the races done everything they possibly can to get themselves noticed like at the end of the day you're either uh you either drive for the ferrari academy or the red bull academy and get into f1 or you just don't at all yeah literally a quick shout for the alpine academy as well though christian lungard drivers like that they're gonna they've got to eventually work their way through especially because if you look at them actually in f2 they are quite popular drivers they're not Mm -hmm. like they're hated drivers and people don't really follow them as such i think you'd find that christian lungard's one of the most followed drivers in f2 Yeah. yeah but the only thing is he's only got um i think he's only got this year because I think he said he's only got one more year in F2 and then he can't afford it and yeah. the thing is yeah. when obviously as much as like Alonso is doing good in LP and I do think sometimes we need the younger ones to get up because it's the new generation mm-hmm. like as much as I do like Alonso is doing good this year I would like to see like someone like Oscar piastri or Christian or even Joe, like to yeah. Joe, is so fast. Like that man has pure talent. Like I think he deserves a job. Alonzo yeah. wouldn't. Alonzo wouldn't move from Alpine yet because he's on two-year contract. Yeah. So there would have to be like some really like some big discussions going on for him to leave Alpine because he's on that two years. Mm. So you'd have to then look at the balance of Ocon. You've got one driver then Ocon who. If you look at it, it, has been linked with that 2022 Mercedes kind of thing. Him and George, that's the fight between who's yeah. going to get that seat if Lewis does retire or if Bottas doesn't get a seat in Mercedes. Mm. So then your only way from the Alpine Academy of getting into that team in F1 is if an empty seat is available, but then all of the Academy drivers have then got a fight for who's the best one, who's going to get that seat. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's going to be good to see how Oscar Piastri does this year in F two because obviously he's come in, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he won a race, didn't he? I'm pretty well, sure, Bruce, he was- yeah, yeah, because he's already shown like he's got talent because he only had one year in F three and he won he- it, yeah, and he won, and he then got bumped up to F two. So I think he's a good contender for a- an F one seat. It just depends how he does in this F two yeah. season. Yeah. yeah, I think I, I have a gut feeling like teams are going to have, like, F1 teams are going to have a massive clear-out, just because, like, changing regulations, like, how much they're allowed to spend. I feel like Kimi and Antonio Giovinazzi will leave Salva this year. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I think Latifi could go, if they can get a bigger sponsorship. Um, George, if he, get, if he can go to Mercedes next year and replace Bottas or something like that, that leaves a seat open at Williams and Williams just go and higher Pierre might um believe in Alpha Tauri for Alpine that's another thing as well Alpine yeah, yeah. yeah. Ocon. That is sure. Ocon there's Ocon there's really strong though. links between them two mm. if George gets a Mercedes seat where's Ocon gonna go that's my yeah. one yeah that's the thing I don't think Lewis is gonna leave I think Bottas will lose his seat yeah, there's some, know, been taught, there's been talk, has been rumors going around that um Lewis wants to stay for another year, mm-hmm. but like yeah. it's not up to it's not really up to Lewis. It's up to Miss like. Toto will have Lewis all the time though. Like oh yeah, yeah. I think Toto would. know. about take... But for I Any like... team would have Lewis. But... To be honest. Oh like... yeah, yeah, definitely. I They'd... I'm thinking that um if Lewis does leave Mercedes, he'll go at McLaren. Could you imagine?
1: Where is Lando
0: or Daniel? Because Daniel's Daniel, I, I think it, I think it'll be Daniel because I think McLaren would want Lando for the long run, like Ferrari do with Charles. Lando's um, one of the drivers that's out of contract at the end of the season. Yeah. Okay. McLaren will re-sign yeah. him if he does well. Like there's, there's no doubt about it. There's something like eight or nine drivers that are out of contract this year. Lance is one of them. Lance's out of contract. Lando is. Lewis is. There's quite a few big drivers. And some Kimmy young ones. I think to of yeah, I you've think it is. Old and young drivers that are still looking young drivers to prove themselves, old drivers wanting to stay in the sport. They're going to have it's the the driver transfers this year. I think are going to be mad. Yeah, I Doesn't think it it's going to be like mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, because last year there
2: were quite a few that like, ended,
0: and resigned. Mm-hmm. I think I think Ferrari will keep the Charlize and Carlos because at the moment it's doing quite well. So I think yeah. they might stay. I think Alpine will have a bit of a shuffle around. I don't I, I think Alvatore but the only thing with Alvatore is I don't know who Alvatore would have. Like I literally if Pierre yeah, does move to Alpine, I'm not sure who they'd have because my only thing was Yuki. That it was like oh, Yuki was gonna move up. Alex, yeah, I know, but I don't. I, I don't, I don't think they it's because of it, their Red Bull's sister team. Like they, they have of the Red Bull Junior team and the Juniors coming to AlphaTauri and then Red Bull. So I feel like it'll it'll be someone from the Junior team that could come up. You're a I'm calling you're it. it. Have you a bit. And Liam Lawson, Liam Lawson as well. But yeah, they they are them. Them. like they don't want older. They don't want like older drivers. Like they're very much like a young team. That's yeah. the way it's like been because like that's like the stepping stone to Red Bull. Yeah. yeah they're mainly, mainly predominated around young drivers. If you look at they had Carlos when he was quite young, Pierre Danny when he was Rick. Quite young, had Alex, Danny Rick. Yeah. I think Christian Horner said, just going back to like Alex Alfertari, Christian Horner said at the start of the season, when obviously Alex obviously doesn't have a seat and he's test reserve for Red Bull, he was like I'm willing to give Alex to another team if they want him. And I think they've got obviously Red Bull have got that strong link to Alpha, Tari B and sister team, so it could be quite easy for Red Bull to go. If Pierre does leave at the end of the season, we can put Alex in the Alpha, Tari, if he develops. When Checo's out of contract, put him back in the Red Bull, see what he can do. Yeah. Alex be yeah. able to fight in 2022 to 23 because Checo's only on a one-year contract at Red Bull. Yeah. So yeah. there is hope for Alex yet, even though like people are saying there is no hope. Checo's better. There is a hope for Alex that he can actually get back to that stage. Yeah, but yeah. I, feel, I feel like if they do get Alex back in, I want him to keep him at AlphaTauri so he can get experience and so not literally just bunk him up straight away and just, like, throw him in the deep end. I do feel like they need to keep him there for, uh, like, one or, like, even, like, two to three years so he can get that experience. So, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That will allow him to as fast as hard as he can, not necessarily yeah. as fast. Like just so then when he gets to Red Bull, he'll like be able to push even harder.
0: Mm -hmm. I think as well with like Red Bull and Alex Albon and that like Red Bull aren't really like like too bothered as long as you can like perform because they don't they don't want their second driver to be the world champion. They want someone who can compete with Max, get the points, and like get them up there. Like Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, just going back, just back just... to Portobel, just quick. I, uh, Melanie might be upset with me about this one. Williams and George.
2: Oh, shit. here we go again.
0: George had a shocker. George had a really good qualifier. I'll to back George up, he did say on the radio, on I think it was a Germany broadcast, that he was having like. The car was undrivable basically so
2: yeah because he had a really I good think he was, like struggling him. yeah the i think rides. there was wind as
0: well they were more, they, like both latithia and george were warning about the wind and how it was like, the wind was ridiculous the car yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. so. i
0: think i think like with the whole wind situation you're in when when they're in barren there's not really like that much wind because it's like in the desert and then still yeah. like, the windy uh, during qualifying. No, during like the practices. Before. Yeah, it was quite. Oh yeah. they had sandstorms, mm. didn't they? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, I had like, it had it testing, testing, testing. Yeah, testing. Yeah. The, testing that's, the that's what I, I meant. Second, the second <laughs> evening of testing, I think. I think with that, like, like obviously, like when you move to different tracks, you learn about the car a lot more. So, like, mm-hmm. they've obviously found out like wind can be an issue for their car. So that's somewhere they'll be looking to improve on. For the next race and so on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel like with the wounds it's a bit hit and miss. Like some tracks, it can do really well, and yeah. then sometimes, like Little, if you do find it undrivable, I think it's sometimes it just depends where they are. Like sometimes, like they are quite good. Um, I feel like that's for I all the teams now. Is... there's like tracks that favor Mercedes and tracks that favor Red Bull. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're Portugal. All... <laughs> Portugal's just a hard track, really. Yeah, mm. I, think, I think it is a bit of a difficult, because I think like when they go to um, the Red Bull ring, I think that will obviously much more will be a Red Bull track, like Red Bull Ferrari, mm. like they always do good there. So I think it just like obviously with Williams, it was just a bit of a bit, bit of a shake off. up. Yeah. yeah, I think last year we saw quite a few drivers struggle at Portugal. Mm. Um, I think McLaren struggled quite a lot Portugal last year. I think, I don't, Racing Point, Lance struggled, obviously, recovering from his crash with Lando. I don't, I can't really recall how Sergio did at Portugal last year. Honestly, off the top of my head, I don't know. But quite a lot of teams struggle with the whole roller coaster feeling to the track of yeah. going up and down, especially um, the blind, the blind corner when you literally mm. what. Um, Martin was saying when you obviously sit like this on the track and you're looking up straight ahead of you, you can't see the track, you can see the sky. That's yeah. it. So I think drivers do find Portugal quite a challenge. And when like obviously the commentators are saying, Oh yeah, all the drivers love Portugal, and it's like, don't lie, not all of them do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> not if it you're was- from Williams, Red Bull, or Aston Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could talk about Aston Martin because I'm not particularly impressed so far. No, they're, uh, just not, yeah. they're, they're just not. They're just not up there. Things. I mean, it it mm, it's massive, like spectacle, yeah. like James Bond. People, well, you don't look very James Bond to me. <laughs> <laughs> they look very like, James Bond at the bottom of the grid, doc. I'm not being funny, but James Bond could drive that car quicker than both of them, too. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> do we so did Sebastian okay Metal We just did Sebastian Metal wrong. I, th- I, but I think, think. I think like, qualifying like, for. S- for Seb was quite good, weren't it? Because he got yeah, into Q3 and everything. Q3. Lance really didn't do well. Like mm-hmm. he he wasn't really up there the whole weekend. I can't I can't even remember where Seb came. Um, so, um, they, they, finished, they finished they finished thirteenth from fourteenth, and 14th. Um, yeah. I think Seb finished thirteenth and Lance was fourteenth. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Because I, I think, think God, like between the Aston Martins, they didn't really do good. I think it was like. Alpine and McLaren were sort of, like, up there this weekend with, like, performance. Go on, Amelia, kick us <laughs> off with the tyres and your thoughts. You know, che- Checo, like, about, like, 50 plus laps on medium
1: tyres. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I thought we was like, just going to be, like, what tyre we thought was the best for that weekend. Yeah, no, I- actually... <laughs> <laughs> um, Checo really pushing with, what, 50 plus laps? On the medium tires, like that's really good to see. It's 53, and, I think. 53 laps overall on one set of tires. And I just thought I was thinking to my dad, I went to my dad. I was like, is he is he gonna pit or is he gonna go the full race on mediums? Because imagine if he went the full race on mediums and like no puncture whatsoever. I just think yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like for managing that's like those tires, because if like with any tires in general if you push too hard which as a driver you're bound to do on any track if you want to get a certain position and you're, and you're pushing to um push into like find your opponent yeah that's the best way to use um then you can like the tires will just start to wear and wear but Checo got quite lucky oh. he got, yeah, he's got like a mexican look clearly <laughs> so did lance
0: lance yeah. did 43 laps on soft i can't believe he did that on soft that was crazy wow. i kept looking at that thinking he's gonna have to pit like there's no way they're gonna keep him out to 66 laps on soft so when he pit it was like a sigh of relief i was like
2: <laughs> okay i can <started>. okay,
0: breathe i <laughs> can't <laughs> okay, breathe now um, i swear when um, lewis did something similar um, last season because there was that meme going around about him having like something like inter slicks because of like the tire wear. Yeah. I think nothing to about with the tires, just quick. The at the end, was it the last three laps, two laps, the uh Verstappen and Bottas both pitting, so technically on free-stop strategies for fastest lap. That's just like to me, that was really confusing, because I was watching it and then they were like, oh yeah, Bottas is pitting, and I was like, "Hey!" Eh? I
1: was like, what? I was like, he pitting? So I was like, why is he going into the pits? And I was like, oh, he'll be doing it for fastest lap. Mm.
0: Linked it to the fact that he said he was losing power, because previous to him pitting- losing power. I'm losing power. It's Oh my God, it. don't.
1: I'm losing power, I'm losing power, it's going. Okay, keep going, safe. Car. Uh, uh, keep going, keep going for now, keep I going. can't,
2: it's broken! It's broken!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <I>
1: Three <don't know. laughs> you keep right now on the podcast. <laughs> Previous to <laughs> you
0: coming in for that fastest lap in that pit, he had said he was losing power, so I was like, if he retires now with two laps left, I shouldn't find this funny, but it kind of <laughs> is. I will end up having a little chuckle to myself thinking. Oh my God, because um, then I was kind of happy in the sense I knew that Checo would get a podium. So I was like, mm-hmm. in that sense, I was like, I don't I don't wish for any driver to have a DNF because it's what they do as a career, but I was like- Please, Checo. You know, manifesting <laughs> this. <And laughs> yeah. So I was actually just like, has he actually just like, they've just gone, you've lost power, just pit. And then he come back out and they were like, yeah, he's going for fastest lap. And then it was almost as if Max just went, well, anything you can do, I can do 10 times better. <laughs> yeah With whom it may concern
1: thank you like um because bono had obviously said that valtteri and max had both pitted yeah uh, tires to run a fastest lap to get the extra point point. and i think lewis was like is it too late and i think bono was like oh, we can try it but then obviously he didn't yeah lewis
0: was like lewis was like can we do the same <laughs> he was so excited he was like should we do the same like what's going on He gets so excited, that's why I love Lewis, he's just um, so much. I know, he's just great. I think, just we were talking earlier about like the Mercedes lineup and if he does retire. I was having this discussion with one of my friends and I was like, I don't think, so if he was to retire at the end of the season, which I don't think he will, I don't think he will, but if he was, I don't think he'd leave F1 entirely, I think he'd go into the board and he'd help with uh, racial injustice and getting more people of color into sports, yeah. bringing women through, and more people of color in teams. <laughs> he's just having a heart attack.
1: <laughs> he's like a little Nico Rosberg. Oh my god! Imagine those two walking around on the paddock together, like into- oh stop it. Or he, or he'd do commentary. He'd
0: do like what Nico oh, was yeah. doing all weekend. Oh, he'd do he that kind it. of like he'd do that analysis. And if okay. he did that, if he did that with Nico. I would have a heart attack.
2: I always
0: oh, slow <laughs> so down. I think uh, Daniel would just like, if Daniel ever retires, I feel like he would go into the yeah. country. He'd be like, well, he would be he like the new that. Ted. Yeah. He'd be like Ted, but Ted, Daniel. Ted and Daniel's not. Hey. Oh, oh, could yes. you like <laughs> I'd I need it. Oh. I feel I like, I don't know, I feel that. like you'd sort of do a gents of button like Daniel Ward, like, yeah. go to the like the commentary and do it all, because I think... I think they all would, you know, I yeah. feel like they'd all Easily. want to do that. Yeah, I Nico think... Rosberg is Lewis's fanboy. Oh, all, yeah. all, weekend, all weekend, every time they asked him a question about Max, he ruled it back to Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. I was like, Nico, like... Hear me out. I know you were friends with him in your karting years, but, like, you need to talk about the other drivers, <laughs> not just Lewis. It's was, like, a married couple. Like, he just wouldn't stop talking about him. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I think, as well, like, when like when Lewis friends, like, it's not really an if anymore, it's like a when. Like, he will at some point. I feel like, like him and him, Rosberg and Button will focus on Extreme E and, like, everything yeah, that's going yeah, on well. over there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like three names. big names in like extra Carlos um, Saints, yeah, he as well. Because, well. yeah. um, Jensen Button did a British GT, um, yes, team, and he was in it last year. And he, I, I watched him race, it, I think it was at Dunnington, no, he did it at Silverstone, and he was so so good, like, because he was in the car, and it's like. I like to see, like, these sort of, like, people coming back into, like, the British teams that aren't so big, getting almost, like, more people into it because, obviously, everyone's going to know who Jensen Button is. Like, everyone knows who he is. I love him. Yeah, so bringing (laughs) him into, like, British GT and stuff like that, I think it's quite good for, like, the British like, championships and everything. So, I'd I'd like to see Lewis or even, like, Lando, like, maybe if he retires, like, in, in, in the future, but I think yeah. I yeah. imagine George and Lando walking through the paddock, like, interviewing everyone. I would just die. You'd just die, like, you? On the floor, dead, passed out. Overall. It'd be like a couple of years' time, like maybe like in you know, a ten years' time, but yeah. George and passing. Yeah, oh I don't, God, it, or, Alex. Oh. Charles as well. Oh. That, interview, that interview made me so sad. The one I that they know, did in the build-up to Portugal, when it was George yeah. and Lando, and I was like, they did this at a certain point last season where they did. George,
1: oh. Alex, and Lando,
0: and I was like, "Where's Alex? <laughs> Alex should be sat in the middle." So someone, someone put someone did what? like a meme, and it was of when um, George and Lando were walking together, and Alex like has a little ghost in the middle. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. it's just, like memes all over just... Twitter. It's quite funny. Did you see the is, TikTok? Is the best. I think it was like the TikTok of um, driver's license. It was like driver's license, and then it was like, "Oh, I thought <laughs> It was like heart broke." <laughs> oh. Yeah
2: they're like i didn't die guys
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh, oh every man. time i think of like george and alex together it takes me back to um i think it was like a video they did and it was like it's going like george <laughs> oh <laughs> during um during lockdown when they yeah the live off, stream yeah. yeah george leave me <laughs> alone george, <laughs>
1: george! george. George! What is... Wait, honestly, what is this? George! George, you are so bad!
0: George! I so want, like, the Twitch Quartet to get back together, like, it's been way too long. Oh my god. It's been so
2: good. So so good, good. like, they did so
0: the truck simulator stream three Honestly, I watched that like weekly. My, week, so my favorite thing is that, my favorite thing is that, go left, 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 and he left. just knocks over the truck. I'll put on the four lights just for safety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll put on the four lights. I'm the one
1: between Wayburns. Oh no. Go left, go left, go left, go left, 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 left. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's over. He's, He's over. Called. Oh my god.
2: A huge oh. one. Get the horn on. Horn, horn. <laughs> I'm putting the four lights just for <laughs> safety. And uh, maybe the windscreen wipers as well. I oh. missed so so
0: lockdown. That was because yeah, that. That, that lockdown where the drivers were streaming, Yeah. even like Pierre and Roman were streaming yeah. on Twitch. Like, yeah, that was good as well. That was that was the F1 fans that were stuck with no racing for so long, not knowing when it was back. That was so also, good. It was just like when like this. all like, the esports was going on like they were all the virtual races on f1 yeah george did so well and so many others like i yeah. was like yeah, i think another thing we could talk about from Portimao, and i know amelia will want to get into a conversation about this is lando's sky high confidence
1: right now it's just <laughs> oh my god the overtake though i know obviously like um he gave the position back to perez but that overtake was beautiful oh it was nice oh, it was it was oh, nice just so smooth yeah. move and i just thought wow yeah but it
0: was an awesome overtake okay
1: so you can see that on. his confidence is 100 percent going up with i mean his confidence was very high last year as well you know he had a few races where he didn't do as best as he wanted to do but you know it, it happens with any driver and he's still obviously new like it's his third year in f1 so he's still progressing Okay, so this is, this,
0: is, this is his confidence right now. I'm talking about sky-high confidence. So, London noticed his points after three races in all seasons that he's been in F1. So, his rookie season, mm. 2019, after three races, he had eight points. 2020, yeah. after three races, he had 26. After three races in 2021, he has 37. And that is like what we like to see, ladies. That is what we, we, like we to love. We love that. He's standing, he's he's standing, actually, especially not? for a, a, young, Mar- a young British driver, yeah. that is what you love to see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is now. Mel. He's like third. So, yeah, he's third, I think. Yeah. It's like Lewis, Marx, and then Lando, and, and, like- and then, oh, actually, no. Then Charles, then Bottas. Charles, we yeah, love that. <laughs> Mind me getting really, I really I excited. It. So, I, I love Charles. He's, my, he's one of my favourite drivers.
1: But he beats himself up too
0: much about bad (sighs) results. It was after the quali he gets out qualified by Carlos, and obviously I think everyone kind of took that as a bit of a shock because he's out because Charles out qualified Carlos at Bahrain and Um, yeah. And I think when go on, uh, it's like with Charles, he will forever like obviously most of the time like someone would be happy, but he always beats himself up. Like, constantly. Always. And I feel like he needs to, like, give himself some credit because he always beats himself up because he's not winning. Like, that's what he wants. Like, he wants to win. And if he he's not, like, he's constantly beating himself up. And I'm like, and you to wants- sweetie. <laughs> he wants to win. He wants his wins because we saw in 2019, won the Belgian Grand Prix, and then he goes and wins at Monza. Yeah. And you could see how, like, happy he was about their results. And you could see, like, the pure joy, especially... 2019 monza is one oh my of my God. like serotonin races the, the amount of times i go back oh to that God. race purely for the ending of that race when the whole tofosi comes that's on the so track awesome. and they're all cheering on char i was sobbing Absolute because scenes. and especially see, because that's like a good image it's so good and it's also for Charles as well because he's, he's still a young driver, let's be real. Oh, he's yeah. still a young driver with loads of potential to do whatever he can in the sport. And people were dibbing him as when Lewis retires, maybe he can challenge Max for the championship. Um, and that's a lot of pressure on a young driver, but I think Charles can handle it. But his one problem is that he can't beat himself up too much. When he did his interview after qualifying he was like, oh, I just wasn't good enough. I just wasn't a good enough driver. And I was yeah. like, everyone gets out qualified by their teammates. Like, it it happens. It's a natural thing that happens in the sport. It's so unpredictable. So just, like, you know, it's fine.
1: But, yeah. Yeah, like, look at look with Danny Rick. Like, Lando's been outperforming him in qualifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And D- Danny's been in the sport, what, almost 10 years? Maybe even more. I don't He's been in 11 years. Yeah.
2: He's still struggling.
0: <laughs> I just see Daniel's face is purple. <laughs> Whenever I go, he follows me. I swear. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even notice it. Oh dear. Uh, so Alonso, Alonso, did really well, making his like hit Alonzo and Daniel some great overtakes, making their way up. Um, I think Alpine had the good pace and everything. So, yeah, I think, to be honest, my driver of the day would have been Alonzo or Daniel because they made oh me the through it. Yeah.
1: I yeah mine who mine would have Pear been is. Daniel.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know a single person who voted Perez, which I was really, really confused about. Yeah, Mas- yeah I was really confused <laughs> about that one. Because I voted Daniel. I know a lot <laughs> of people who voted I Daniel. I did. I voted Daniel. Oh, yeah, I've seen that thing from Azapir. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think just going back to what Ellie said about Alonso having a really good race. Mm-hmm. We know obviously Alonso's gonna have to it could be quite a struggling season for him because he's come back into sport after having so long of well not so long, like two years, um, of not racing. And a lot I think has changed in the sport in them two years from when he was racing for McLaren when he retired to obviously now when he's back at the team he won his two championships with. But um I think, what was it I saw after the race when F1 post all the, like, um, communications through radio? He overtakes yeah. Daniel, and then he's like, right, who's next? He's that determined to prove that he is the driver that people want him to be, that he's not satisfied until he's across that finish line. Because yeah. as a fan, you probably think, oh, OK, he's quite satisfied now. He's in the points, like, you know, maybe that's all he's going to take from this. But he's going, next? I'm just going to keep pushing for these points. And then when he finished the race, and then when he finished I had so much respect for what I had so much respect for what he was saying on the radio. He was like, Thank you guys for such an amazing race. Like the car felt really good today, the pace was great. And he also, as well, was asking where Esteban finished. And he was like, Did he get good points of the team? Did he get a good result? So he's I think he's a driver that if you're a F1 fan, you can respect what he's done. And I think yeah. everyone's yeah. fans yeah. are going to respect him now that he's back in the sport and he's still trying to be that determined driver. I'm quite happy that he's back in the sport because I do
1: love watching Fernando. So rules. many people, so many people hated Fernando coming back because people were never like a big fan of him. I love Fernando. I love I've him. I think he's really great. Like Fernando was like my dad's favorite before um, Lewis came into the sport, and then when Lewis came into the sport, obviously with him being a British driver, my dad was more towards Lewis and you know I've grown up being a Lewis supporter like I am literally a secret Lewis fangirl and I'm not gonna hide (laughs) it I saw a tweet and it
0: was a basically like a meme reaction picture and it was like a phone about yay big and it was just all of this text like one long paragraph and the caption was what f1 driver are you defending like this with this massive paragraph i will ask you guys what driver are you defending like that with just one massive long paragraph massive, about yeah. yay
1: big of like you know why are would you yeah oh, yeah pierre would be up there with me but lewis just straight away because Pierre and lewis are the two for me yeah it be george
0: and I throw lewis, seven
1: to I can lewis. i'm defending seven. Yeah. All right. yeah, Seb. alex i would i would i would with alex
0: I They'd be Absolutely. like my top three that i probably defend. Yeah, maybe Lewis. Also, and, yeah. I think I'd defend Daniel. What about Yes. Oh my God. I forgot about Daniel. i Daniel Seb <laughs> Lewis stars. I've got four. Uh, this Twitter can be quite... Brutal is the brutal, word. Brutal. Brutal. With top some tip. things that happens. and But... um the teams, their official accounts, engage with the fans so much. The yeah. amount of times that the Williams official account has replied to me and liked my yeah. tweets is, I don't know if you've had it Melanie.
1: Mercedes' Twitter account is so, funny. so, is it
0: the, have, the so Mercedes, funny. The Mercedes and like Ferrari and McLaren and stuff they basically they have this thing I've noticed it mostly, I will admit with Aston Martin, right? They have this kind of persona online of here if you're a stan on Twitter you have a certain language that you speak which is just spamming the keyboard most of the time in all caps oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> God. I'm just seen on Twitter that the fact that George Russell slightly lapped Mazapin in the final lap with a Williams. yeah, yeah. Wow. in the final lap like yeah. people have like seen it
1: like
0: yeah we didn't George mention like that that George that George actually lacked Mazapin. as he oh should have been um, yeah but the, I actually have a tweet saved in my phone that is Aston Martin when they were racing point when Sergio won at Sakhir. Sorry, Melanie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just there Put subject. I'm like it's crying. In all caps, spamming the keyboard and then just at the end putting what the f-? and oh, I have the the I was on Twitter, Twitter that, that time. time. I <laughs> it's so good. I honestly, you can't beat how much the um, the admins of the accounts interact with their fans, and you even find that some of the admins, the Alpha Tari ones, Williams, um, Red Bull as well, they actually like if a fan says like, "Oh, hi, admin, have a good day," they normally reply saying like, "Hi, like, thanks you too," but it's not just like a automated <laughs> response. They do actually put the names of the people. They yeah. do take the time to co- kind of show the appreciation and things like that, which I kind of rate them highly for because, you know, that's always that's always quite. I think for fans, that's like, wow, okay, yeah, that's happened. So I think engaging with Twitter though oh, this is great. It's like there's two sides to it. There's like the nice side and there's a the bad side.
1: Yeah, it gets
0: too much hate for what it is because I know like the Twitter I'm on, it's like nice because. If I see someone being negative, I just block them because I can't move on with it. You just yeah. mute it. You can just like, yeah. you can like mute the, this is anyone who has Twitter and finds a shitty conversation they don't want involved in. Mute it. The three dots at the top and you can mute conversation and mute tweets from the person. The amount of times I've done that on people because like, they're just horrible on the app. It's like, I've yeah. done <laughs> no, it on you.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: haven't done it to you, <laughs> <Melanie>. <laughs> But it's yeah, it can be a good app, and I think that I think Twitter is the best app that drivers and teams can use can to interact. Fans. Yeah, definitely. Engage with them, hundred percent. I think Instagram's too much of like just a like. Just too post. Much. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think McLaren started to repost fans um stories at the weekend and that now as well yeah I I saw Karen, racing drivers and stuff are like obviously because i go to a lot of like the british championships and stuff they're like like all the motorbike riders like all the british they're ever so lovely they're literally like you'd meet someone and i'm like you are my idol and they will just talk to you as if you were like someone normal and it's like yeah oh, i know oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm, make, I'm going to make it my thing. Um, Grace, you probably know, Aiden Moffat. I'm going to make it my absolute mission to meet that man. Honestly, yeah. him and Ashutland, I need to meet him.
1: I'm hoping to go to yeah. Grand Theft. Um, yeah. For British GT and Formula 3. Oh, could
0: you imagine? I, 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 in British, British GT, GT I met Jack Mitchell. I met Jack Mitchell last year because I went to Donington. Um, yeah, he's, he's lovely. Um, nearly met Jamie Caroline, but that's a funny story. That was, I was a bit drunk. It wasn't my, it wasn't my finest moment, but... I've got a question for you guys about next, well, this week now coming up, because it's the Spanish Grand Prix. Spain's an iffy kind of track. But what are your top three going to be for so your podium places for oh, Spain. We're doing right? this on Instagram. We're doing uh, this on Instagram. But uh, no. Well, I don't know. Actual, I don't know if championship, actual championship. Championship.
2: Oh, so yeah. how do you
0: think it's going to differ after Spain? Uh, I, I think, I think, think it's, it's still going to be how yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just going to stay the same. Yeah. 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 You don't think Bottas is going to go up a position if he, if he does get a good result. Did anyone just hear what? me say George instead of Lewis? That was written. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there isn't, a bit a there isn't that much of a gap. There isn't that much of a gap from... Well, actually, the, the gap from Lando to Charles to Bottas isn't that big. So, depending on what happens, in Spain, could decide the shift from going up or down. I think that if Bottas has a good result, he will definitely go up to third in the, in the championship.
1: Yeah, because Bottas is fourth at the moment. Yeah. He's I nice, thought 3
0: Charles is one point ahead of um, Bottas, I think. I to, got the, to, yeah. to Ellie's yeah. happiness.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Oh, McLeod. okay. McLeod. Still good, I wonder what, though. wait, where's McLeod and the... Um... Tri- three. yeah, because yeah. yes. it's gonna be the first race of f3 isn't it and no one's like there's not been an f3 race there's Kevin frederick that i can't wait to see because like, i watched him in british uh formula three he was in that he was yeah. fast i can't wait to see him oh, like, I've, watched all think time. I've seen watched you watch your race so many times i've got, so times. I've got Same with Logan Logan like the constructors Going back to constructors and Aston Martin and how we're not particularly impressed. At the start of the season, um, people were kind of saying, like the racing point were McLaren's one kind of big challenge last year, and I think going into this year, everyone was like, oh, the Aston Martin is going to be the big challenge for McLaren this year. But the free races that we've had, they haven't particularly proven that. Who do you for McLaren's sake? Because McLaren are trying to go for that P3 and the constructors, I don't think they've got strength enough to go for P2.
2: Definitely not like
0: they're a bit off that, like actually completely off that. Um, but if you're um if you're McLaren, what what team should you be mostly kind of afraid of for this season? Ferrari. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: I don't think. Alphatari are at the challenge that they should be because obviously after Bahrain, I think everyone was like, um, "Oh yeah, like you know, um, Alphatari are going to be pushing to the top of the midfield." I don't think they have that strength to push the top of the midfield. No. I don't think. I think Pierre is a good driver, so he can he can get points. Yuki still has room for improvement, like we mentioned before we filmed yeah. this through the ranks really quickly. One year in F3, one year in F2, first year in F1, people expected quite a lot from him. You can't because he's a young driver. He's like 20... 21, I think. I don't know.
1: He's 20, 20, 20. 20. He's
0: 20, so I don't yeah. think, think Alpha can particularly push the top of the midfield. I think they definitely can try and push with Alpine and Aston Martin. I think that will kind of be the teams they push with. Alpine... I think if they keep working on their car and their pace, they can definitely fight. Ferrari, I think, for me, have one of the strongest lineups on the grid. And I also think that their car has made immense improvements from 2020. And we've already seen that in race pace, controlling the car, how it's manufactured and been made. And like, I just think they've got a stronger driver in Carlos because he's younger. <laughs> Then Seb and that's to the dismay of Seb because he's I love Seb so much but he hasn't he's out of his prime and getting good results and things like yeah. that so I think they've done a good choice with going with two young drivers so I think Ferrari will be McLaren's one kind of big yeah. this year I think if they've got to look out for anyone it's going to be them